Hi guys, thanks for tuning in this episode of the Nikigan Times. On this episode, we have awesome guests. We have Ryan and Je- um, Ryan and Nash, sorry, from Hot Show Ray. Hot Show Ray has had an incredible musical career and on an internationally well-known American rock pop band has had numerous hits. Hot Show Ray won the American Music Awards back in 2011. Some of their hit songs include Tonight Tonight, I Like It Like That, Why Don't You Love Me, I Hate LA, and Hung Up. Welcome guys and thanks for coming to my podcast. Hey, thank you so us. much for having us. Welcome. Um, how's it all been going over there? Man, it's it's definitely um, not in pure lockdown mode like you guys are in. So we are happy and blessed to be able to, you know, at least be a little freer to travel and hang with each other and work and all that stuff. Incredible. And how's the pandemic affected you personally and professionally? Well, it's making it so we have to do this interview like this and not get to see you in person, which is always <laughs> a, a, a bummer. But um, creatively, it's, it's been good. We've been able to, to crank out a lot of music and sort of like, you know, kind of figure out what every other artist is figuring out. And it's, it's how to like, you know, d- change your focus and, and uh, you know, still connect with fans and be putting music out while we all wait for the world to get back to normal. And it allows us to uh, come over and play shows and, you know, in your neck of the woods. Yeah, can't wait for you to come down. I love your music. You guys have done amazing with all the songs. So, yeah. All right, let's Thank just jump, let's just jump straight into it. Um, tell me about the journey. I guess how you guys actually initially started. So, how did you all meet? I know you're from Nashville. Like, yeah, that kind of side of things. Yeah, um, Ryan and I were in Nashville probably at about 18 years old, doing the same thing. We were both singer songwriters playing you know, acoustic nights at bars or venues around town and just kind of like getting our feet wet with the songwriting life. And um, we got introduced and we wrote probably a song or two before we were just like, let's do this as a band. Um, Let's jump on in and, you know, start like building this into a real thing. And, you know, it probably took three years before we were, settled with nobody you know in and out being uh, a little flaky because keeping four or five people together doing one thing is just the most impossible cat herding ever but we um we wrote great together have fun making music together and then had a first album do all right and then tonight tonight <laughs> popped off and sent us around the world and you know gave us the best lives ever so we, we might have sold the most copies of our first album, actually, in your neck of the woods. <laughs> yeah. Uh, su- surprisingly. Yeah, you're extremely popular down here. And yeah, everyone I know loves your music. So, yeah, you guys, I'm killing Actually, tell me about those songs. So, what was actually the process there, those hits, like the um, Tonight, Tonight, and I Like It Like That? How, um, yeah, how did they come about specifically? We, um, we actually recorded Tonight, Tonight, in kind of a whirlwind i mean we were on tour we had like what nash two days in nashville maybe even just a day yeah one of them was a concert that we were playing yeah yeah, like the day i did the vocals and nash did background vocals on tonight tonight we actually went and played a show in our hometown that night while we were on tour and um it it happened really really quickly and i remember nash we all we, we were like man this song is really catchy like we didn't know if it was you know uh, quite a bona fide hit in our minds yet and then once we actually got the song back and it was like ready to go for radio and mix and master we were like oh, okay i think we might actually have a monster here and 
uh, we switched singles in the middle of a single and um, put it out. And, it, you know, the Facebook video started rolling in, a little kid singing it. And we kind of knew we were like, oh, wow, this is going to kind of work even virally. And um, one thing led to another. And we recorded our whole record out in L.A. doing two sessions a day, um, both in the morning and at night. And then that's when we got I Like It Like That. And uh, we kind of knew from then that we were like, okay, this is about to be a wild ride. Yeah, for sure. How was the journey in LA too? How was obviously going from Nashville to LA, I guess, that kind of lifestyle and everything happening there? Man, very different I, weather and very different politics. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's weird because I don't think either of us got the culture shock that can happen from moving from somewhere very different to LA just because we worked and created here for so many times before actually moving. And so by the time we moved, it was just like, we had friends and like my brother lived here and I lived here like a little bit before Ryan. And, you know, we were going back and forth from Nashville still. So we got the really, really easy version of moving to LA. You know, we didn't have to get in a moving truck and drive across the entire country and do that in like one day or a week or whatever it would be. Yeah, for sure. Um, what inspires Hot Shell Ray Daily and both of you, I guess, personally as well? Good question. Um, I, I think the, the most inspirational thing is that we we really do truly love making music together. Um, I think there's a lot of bands out there that don't have that luxury. And for us, we have such a good time in one another's company that I feel like it really comes through in the music. And that's kind of like our brand is, you know, feel good you know sort of just something that make that that you put your windows down to whether it's a sad song or an up song it's like they there's really like an earnestness to how much fun we have making this music and i really feel like making people smile is like sort of our brand incredible and um i guess the music now obviously i hate la i hate la sorry that you've released versus the older music that you released how has the industry and everything changed since back then to now? And I think it has changed more than any of us could have predicted. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is wild. The, you know, the way to do it back when we started releasing music and started playing was you try to get some kind of record label to see you and you hope they like your songs. And if they put it out, you hope people like whatever you picked with them. And now, like, you know, we can go into my living room and make an album in a week if we really wanted to, you know, and like we can release it ourselves. And we shot the video for um, Do the Damn Thing. The like last thing we put out was all us shooting it, you know, with our own handheld gimbals and stuff riding around in a Bronco all around LA. And, you know, just the fact that you can do that and make it look professional and, be professional as well as the music side it's opened up so many doors and it lets us put out music constantly which is amazing and if we want to you know change our minds right before a single we can do that instead of working a year and a half on 10 songs and you know putting them on a cd that can break and have to put it on a shelf somewhere yeah i mean we used to when we were recording our album whatever we would literally like take a shot every time tonight tonight would jump a spot on the itunes chart which is like a very dinosaur phrase and now it's like you know i don't even think you could get a record deal without a tiktok following it's just a totally different 
industry and and uh but it has afforded us what nash said it's like it's really nice to be able to sort of be in control of your own destiny and and push things how you like yeah sensational i saw actually you guys are big with tiktok in the videos talk to me about those i always see them they're really cool well nash has been killing it he's <laughs> nash has become the tiktok master um but no, we, we like, you know, we, TikTok has been really fun for us. It's, um, I, I actually find it to be like the least toxic of the social media apps. And it's like actually one that I enjoy and, and I, I find it to be like a great source of uh, joy and laughter. And um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely weird to do when you first start doing it. But once you're, once you're kind of in it, it's, uh, it's, it's actually a lot of fun. And it gives the fans a really quick and easy way to connect and to like, you know, react and weigh in and comment and, and uh, you know, just be more um, connected to us than a lot of the other social media. So it's definitely yeah, fun it's... to see people like messing with our new songs that we po post like a sneak peek of. And we, you know, we put a brand new one up the other day and I think it's like at 30,000 views or something like that. And we're like, okay, cool. So like people like this song. So now we know like, when we release it, we're going to have some excitement. It beats like, you know, a product placement of, you know, a shirtless picture in Tulum on Instagram. It's just a totally much more fun, <laughs> lighthearted, uh, you know, social media experience. Yeah, for sure. Totally agree. What, um, what are some of the best tours you've done? I know you've obviously come to Australia and New Zealand previously. Um, yeah, talk to me about that. What are some of the best tours that you can call and experiences you had there? Well, you're going to set us up to sound we like we have been so spoiled. The lot, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're sound so like we're just full of it. But Australia, New Zealand, I think were the just all around best time we ever had on tour. Yeah, I mean, it it really was. That was our our biggest show ever. Was on our New Zealand Australia leg. We actually headlined an arena for the first time. And I just remember looking at Nash being like, you know, are, are all these people really here to see us? And like, <laughs> it, it just was such a trippy experience. And honestly, like what I love about the culture too, is we didn't realize that we had such a male fan base until we went there. Um, because it's, it's like not as cool to like us in the States, just, you know, based on like, you know, preference of, of guy, girl and, and whatnot. But when we went down there, we were like, oh my gosh, there's a lot of guys here that like actually like us. This is fucking wicked. Like, this is awesome. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, as I said previously, you guys have a massive following down here. Um, why did you guys take a break too, just out of curiosity, previously? Oh, you know, the same thing as probably a million movies put into uh, the ether. It's, it's a combo of a few things, but we were creatively getting squashed and getting a little bit um, pushed into being a very G-rated, you know, band. And we're like, okay, so we are grown adults that have to pretend that we didn't just drink and swear through the whole last record we made. And we're going like more Disney without reason. Um, that combined with the fact that the people that were kind of, you know, keeping us, on the safe side and not letting us make the music we wanted. We're also legally able to. Um, so we just, just figured we like, you know, take a break, get out of the deals we were in, um, explore some other things. And then when the deals were like really finally done, we started writing songs together again. And like right away, it just felt amazing. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, what do you guys like to do aside from the music side? So what are you guys' hobbies and passions aside from music? Um, I love to cook. Um, I love to golf. And recently I have taken up uh, surfing. So I've been surfing a bunch and it's been, it's been awesome. It's nice to get out of LA and go to the beach and do that kind of thing. But I mean, other than that, man, we just, we like to make a lot of music. I mean, it's, that's, I mean, I don't Nash works like 24 seven. He's literally always making something. <laughs> I love making music for sure. But I do like, I mean, I love to travel and, you know, go out and hang with friends. I have game nights. There's just, I mean, there's so many of our friends, especially in this last year of the pandemic where you've got your, you know, small clusters of people who hang out with each other. Um, and just socially, like, having that has been incredible. And, you know, there's tons of things we do together or nothing at all. And it's been really great and special to have um, crews and friends like that. Awesome. And what are you guys working on at the moment, uh, musically? So what projects? Man, we just got four songs mastered this last, was it like a week, last week, I guess? Um, yeah, yeah. So we're doing artwork for those right now, and we are so excited. I think, I mean, personally, Ryan, you know, uh, differ with me if you want, but I think this is the most exciting four songs we've had together in a really long time, and we're just so amped to drop them on the world and, you know, share them with everybody. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. Um, I, I'm, I'm with him. It's, uh, it's it's every artist says it's like their best music or whatever, but I, I just, I couldn't, I think this is just the most hot shell race stuff we put out and I, I'm so excited about it. Well, wow, I'm excited to listen to them too. Can't wait. I'm definitely the fans down in Australia and I guess the rest of the world is excited to hear them as well. So yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And if you want to hear a little snippet of it, uh, we put up, uh, we put up one of the singles that's coming out called stupid song on our TikTok. We put a little preview of it up there and uh, you can, you can listen to it. And it's, it's pretty, it's pretty exciting. Yeah, for sure. I'll definitely do that. Um, what, where, do, where do you guys see the future for Hot Shell Ray going? Say, for example, the next five, ten years, where do you guys see it? Where, where do you guys see yourselves going? It'd be really nice to play a concert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is where we would see ourselves right now, about a year and a half ago. Uh, but, man, we're just really kind of finding another stride and a new version of our own sound and like really kind of feeling good stepping into that. Um, who knows what the next five years could be, but it would be so great to just be back in the flow of touring, releasing stuff, having worldwide smashes that get us to vacation and call it work in our favorite places. And, um, you know, just be doing it with each other, which are our best friends. So it's, uh, it's fingers crossed over here for the world to get healthy and safe and back to normal ASAP. Yeah, for sure. What's the best piece of advice you both have received? Man, that's a good question. Oh my gosh. That's a really good question. And I, I got a, I got a piece of advice really early on and so did Nash from one of our previous managers. And it's kind it's very simple, but it, it's, it's, it's sort of like a, a dad mentality with their kid. They, they said to, you know, you, you get offered all these different things in your life and it's hard to make decisions business-wise or, you know, 
when you're when you're trying to like navigate through something and, and he told us he was like man no is the most important word to be able to readily use in the music industry because you can always get to yes and it's it's really really important before you commit to any and everything to know that you know that you don't have to do everything and sometimes as artists you feel like you have to do everything you know you have to answer every tweet answer every instagram comment and and you know answer you know this and that and the other and it's just really really important to like you know have that so you maintain some mental clarity yeah for sure Nash yourself um I think and I can't remember exactly so I have to paraphrase but don't rush um you know we've all been pressured to feel like we're gonna miss an opportunity if we don't hurry up and say like Ryan was saying saying no or say yes but doing something being pushed and rushed can make you feel like you're gonna lose the chance but a lot of times you know you're making that move out of fear or kind of a threat that if you don't then we'll pull the plug or something and if something's gonna be great and something's gonna be done right then you're always gonna be given the time and space to do it correctly and properly and you know we've been really fortunate in a lot of times where we could have had bad attorneys or bad advice from parents and friends and anything in between and we've avoided some of the worst crazy stories that I'm sure we could easily have been a part of. And, you know, we've been fortunate to work with really great people who have had our backs and not, uh, not messed with us too much. Awesome. What are some of the coolest and funniest stories that you can share that you can recall? Man. Um, I mean, some of the coolest stuff, like I didn't even do it, but, Everybody else in the band like repelled off the tower in uh, New Zealand, I think. Right, Ryan? Yeah, yeah. I was somewhere else, and I didn't have any interest in climbing up that <laughs> thing. But um, you know, like we go snowboarding for like a MTV performance. Um, we've gotten to shoot videos that are just so much fun. Um, there's there's just so many opportunities doing music has given us and put us in like. Going to Japan is always one of my favorite trips ever, and it doesn't get old. And, you know, we uh, we did an amazing trip with, like, 12 or 13 people last, like, three years ago now, four years ago in October. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like, me and Ryan got tattoos there. We rode go-karts around with the whole crew. You know, we went and saw them. Fuji, we... Oh, no, I fucking say it. Yeah, it's not Fuji. Like, that trip was also just like a another fire under us to start the band back up in full swing because we did a meet and greet and a secret show at like, I think noon in a little club and it was packed. We only played like two songs and the fans surrounded the car when we were le leaving the place and we're like, okay, we really need to, you know, give Hot Shell Ray like all the fire we can again it's way too much fun and people are loving it way too much wow that's amazing um yeah nash ryan thanks for coming on my podcast i do appreciate it um you know your music's incredible what you're doing now is too is amazing can't wait to hear the new music you got out and yeah just wish you all the best on the trajectory you're still on and you're going Dude, well, you man so we appreciate that and cannot get there soon enough and, and we mean that wholeheartedly it's uh we miss it big time, and we really appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, for sure. I can't wait for you boys to come down. You'll have a good time. <laughs> Let's Hell go. Yeah. <laughs>
See you, boys. All right, see you.